Welcome to the Moose Bros Podcast, a fitness podcast about a couple of bozos trying to get in shape for the millionth time. We're documenting our journey through this podcast, so follow along and watch us accomplish our goals, and hopefully our journey will inspire you to do the same. Welcome back to the Moose Bros Podcast. In this week's episode, we're going to talk about goals. Yes, sir. All right, well, welcome back. It's been a... Hiatus. What's up? Two week hiatus, huh? Yeah. Wow. So first time I had to go uh on a little vacation and then uh you had your surgery. Yep. Holy tits. So what happened? How you feeling? Uh I'm feeling all right, I guess. Uh my leg feels pretty good by now. I can walk. <clears throat> I still have to wear my brace though. Um, but I can't sleep at night because of the brace. Why can't you sleep on it? Like because it's uncomfortable? Yeah, it's uncomfortable. Like you're kind of forced to sleep on your back, which is not a natural position for me. And then, because the brace has kind of padding on the side, and the two parts where it has padding is where there's incisions. So, like middle of the night, one of the pads will like hit one of the incisions, and it'll just like hurt real bad and wake me up. And then I just won't be able to fall back asleep. So the only way I can sleep is if I take the painkillers they gave me, which pretty much. You know, they get rid of the pain, so they numb anything, and then they knock you out. So that's the only way guaranteed that I'll get a full night's sleep. You got a David Goggins, it, dude. Cal's the mind. I don't know if that'll even work. Oh man, David Goggins. David Goggins did it. I was actually just watching some David Goggins. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna run a marathon today. <laughs> um, that could be one of your goals. Yeah, actually, it kind of is. Okay, so have you been eating? Uh, Healthy? Have you been binging? How you been Honestly, feeling? I'm assuming you kind of probably feel like shit. Kind of. I, I haven't been eating bad, but in the same sense, I kind of have because I have not been eating almost at all. My diet okay. consists mostly of like yogurt and then like just a one meal a day, which is usually just some sort of chicken meal. Who's this man, dude? I don't oh, really man. have. I don't really have an appetite, nor do I really have kind of the means to be cooking anything special. I don't have anybody to help me cook, especially the first few days when I couldn't move at all. Yeah. I was stuck just kind of limping over to the fridge and getting some yogurt and then going back to bed. What kind of yogurt? Like uh, Greek yogurt or like Yoplait, like the Go-Gurts? Uh, I have been doing Go-Gurts. Actually, there's like an alternative organic version, which tastes a lot better than Go-Gurt itself. Ooh, shots fired. So I've been doing that. And then uh, just a Wegmans brand, like... Uh, light blended yogurt have you been weighing yourself or no actually until today i didn't but this morning because i'm able to like walk a little bit without my brace yeah um so i just decided to weigh myself i lost quite a bit of weight just I mean, from it, like it has been two weeks that much or it has been two weeks too thing is i didn't weigh myself before the surgery so i don't know but yeah. i think it, it has a lot to do with the fact that i haven't been eating that much in the last you know week and a half or so so basically, you're just uh, you're basically don't have really much of an appetite, and you don't really have, uh, I guess, the motivation to cook. So you've just been down in these gogurts and doing one massive meal, or is it a light meal? Like what is it? Uh, I mean, it's a fairly it's the same. It's just like a one meal, as if it were like a lunch. Okay. Uh, you working out or no? No. Uh, besides, like the PT stuff, I I don't really yeah. do anything, and that's pretty light in itself. Right, of course. All right, that's pretty lit. I mean, so this morning I weighed in at two thirty one point eight. 
So that's like fucking 15 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> that's like 12 pounds. Fucking good <laughs> shit, dude. Maybe maybe this is the trick, dude. We all just tear ACLs and yeah, fucking. No, I don't suggest it. I'd rather weigh an extra 15 pounds and go through what I've been going through the last two weeks. Stay hard, dude. Cows to mind. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. But I, I guess, you know, you don't think it's like muscle, do you? Because you're not really. I mean, there's no way you can lose that much muscle in like a fucking. I don't, I don't know. Because I've been like looking at my stomach and like it doesn't look like it's getting any smaller. Like I well, still st- feel Stomach for you is probably the last part to go, right? Probably. Yeah. Look at your ass cheeks. It's probably the first one. If you're starting to get striations, dude, you're on your way. Those are probably going to be gone, too, because I'm just laying there. So if anything, it's like my arms are getting smaller. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I see it. Dude. They look fucking awful, dude. <laughs> um, well, it's good. Actually, one one thing that I had some epiphanies over these last two weeks again. Oh, more epiphanies. Uh, I actually weighed myself today, and I was actually more weight than I've had <laughs> since we started. What but, the hell? My clothes are actually fitting better. So I'm not really paying attention to the scale that much anymore. Fuck the scale. The scale is for fucking people who do drugs. Anyway, I actually, I'm, I'm plant-based now. Really? Yeah, throw in the fucking firework uh, explosion or a fucking thing. All right, so we were sitting there. We're just thinking about our diets and all that type of stuff, right? Me and my wife. We're just kind of looking at our diets and we're just like, man, this is like, like, I don't know why we say we're healthy. We're, like, really not. And I don't Anyway, uh, not that plant-based is full healthy, but we actually watched a documentary. I was going to actually tell you to watch it. Uh, it was called Game Changers by the one UFC fighter. It's on Netflix. You ever watch it? No. Uh, okay, so UFC fighter. Uh, his name was, like, James Wilkes or something like that. I don't know if he was, like, big or not, but he was, like, an MMA UFC, UFC guy. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, UFC, and now he does like combat training. So he goes and teaches military people how to like you know, disengage weapons and all that type of shit, right? So what happened was he had like a, I think it was an ACL tear, or whatever. He had some sort of knee injury, and he was trying to figure out um, how to recover better and and how to reduce inflammation in the body because inflammation is what leads to you know disease and all that basically, right? And he came across the findings of a plant based diet. And so now he's he's full plant based, and basically the whole movie was about the whole documentary was about plant based diet and like the benefits of it, whatever. And I was just watching it. I'm just like, you know what? I mean, it worked for me before, and I genuinely enjoyed it. Uh, I stopped only because I wanted to taste meat again, not because I thought that meat uh, made me feel better or healthier. I genuinely just wanted to eat fucking chicken finger subs, uh, which is fine. You know, and I'm not even going to say I'm full fucking vegan and plant-based. Like, I can't even say that a year from now, uh, if I'm at a birthday party or something and there's only chicken wings, that I'm going to just fucking punch the owner in the face because he didn't give me a vegan option, you know? But anyway, since I've been doing it, I'm just going back into feeling way better than I have. When you look at it, I mean, I'm just eating way more vegetables, awaiting way more fiber, and it just generally makes me feel better. So I'm just like, why am I avoiding this for what, you know? So yeah, I'm fucking plant based, dude. Oh wow, I didn't didn't see that one. Well, yeah, I kind of did see that. I kept it a secret. Kind of did see it coming, but that's good. Yeah, so I was actually gonna recommend and, you watch it. Um, like so basically, because most of the plant based documentaries are all about like you know uh, the health aspect of it, the environmental stuff, which he definitely touches on. But he actually specifically this one's kind of geared towards performance athletes, because a lot of studies show is that uh, like long distance like being uh, uh, plant-based because you're eating way more carbs is like better for you 
but not a lot of studies show for the perform like basically like you know weightlifters and like for instance he had in there uh, Tennessee Titans they went vegan the one season in 2017 when uh they made it to the playoffs and went to the divisional round. Like how Derek Morgan went vegan and then all the other players started going and how they just generally felt better and like they, you know, produced on the field, blah, blah. He basically had Olympic athletes and sprinters and all that basically just talk about their diet and how it's led them to get successful. He actually had the Dolphins. He had Kenny Stills and all those guys and they did like blood tests and stuff. It was like pretty interesting stuff. And it was just like, you know, I'm like, you know what? I'm like, why not? Fuck it. So yeah. I mean, what you were doing wasn't working, so why not change it around? Makes sense. Yeah, and I think that like ultimately, we sh- like every diet, even if you're eating meat, it should be plant based. Uh, it should be coming from vegetables and high fiber foods. Uh, but usually, what happens is we eat processed carbs and re- like low fiber with like meat and. But anyway, that's like not really the bait. That's not really the conversation and debate. But yeah, so I decided to make this change and I've been doing it for two weeks, I think, because I did it for like a week and then I went on vacation that that week or whatever to Jacksonville. And I, I wasn't plant based. We did actually have a plant based restaurant in uh, Miami, but uh, in general, I was just like, whatever, fuck it. I wanted to get Ma's kitchen. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to get fucking butter chicken. So. Uh, yeah, so honestly, it's been good. It's been easy for me because I like, I, I feel like I like cooking that way because um, the foods are always, they're always full of flavor and stuff because you're naturally getting like just a bunch of different greens and stuff like that just adds flavor to your food and you got to really be creative and stuff. So anyway, that's happening over here. So All right. we'll see how it goes, man. I've been so, fucking crushed it these two weeks. Are you are you done with the scale or are you still going to weigh yourself? Yeah, I'm going to weigh myself just every week for this purpose so we can have some scale of measurement. Mm-hmm. Uh, but really for me, like we'll even talk about this, like weight loss isn't 110% my goal. But for instance, like I said, I, w- I wore a sweater that I was wearing that I usually wear all the time and I noticed it was looser. So I'm like, you know, even if the scale didn't change, something fucking changed. Maybe I lost yeah. uh, Oregon or something, but <laughs> just missing a spleen. Yeah, I'm just fucking, my liver fell out because I'm eating too much fiber. That's probably how I lost weight. They took out 10 pounds worth of ligament. Oh, yeah, exactly. So so we both have excuses. Yeah. But, uh, okay, so we want to talk about goals, man. So you probably don't have any, uh, I don't say you don't have any traditional goals, but your goals maybe have shifted a little bit because of this injury, but do you want to kick us off? Um, uh, so I don't know if, I mean, we can go into specific goals, but there's something else I'd like I'll eventually get into. All right, go ahead. Um, I think it's mostly about kind of setting goals and how you should go about setting your goals and achieving them and, you know, I guess rewards or reinforcements to go along with those goals. Yeah. So I guess I'll go for me and what I think is the best route. Yeah. Is to kind of set a set an initial main goal like a big goal yeah but the problem with that is when you set a big goal that's it just seems like too big of a mountain to climb mm-hmm. so i think in order to get there you kind of set mini goals along the way so right. let's say your main big goal and it doesn't even have to be weight but like let's just say weight wise because i was looking at um like nfl receivers yeah. like a receiver my size would be like uh like Devonte Adams, and I'm like, he's like 215. Mm-hmm. So me getting down to like 
less than 200 it isn't even a body i want yeah so if i want to do like weight like i want to look like let's say Devonte adams yeah so like my goal will that's the main goal and then along the way i'll set weight goals to get down to 215 but i'll i'm also going to need to like increase my strength so i'm okay. also going to have to have like you know maybe bench press goals squat goals yeah. things like that um and i think if i have kind of a a main goal those mini goals along the way and i think if you reward yourself at each mini goal mm -hmm. it's just more encouragement to keep going so yeah. like let's say i'm 230 now let's say at 220 i reward myself with i mean it can be anything with a freaking i was gonna say a donut but a, uh, a what yeah but not yeah uh no i'll just like i'll buy i'll buy a cool hoodie that i've always wanted that's like yeah. out of my price range but you know something i actually saw on tiktok too as i was scrolling because i have nothing else this to do on TikTok? um oh, this one dude, chick you got a whole surgery went on tiktok this one chick got she's she's not really tiktok famous but she's getting a following on tiktok yeah and she put up like what she did was buy three bottles of expensive champagne uh -huh. and then on uh on a piece of paper, she wrote down like a goal and yeah. put it on that bottle. Oh, and no. it's like when she reaches that goal, like let's say, you know, 100,000 TikTok followers, that's when she'll finally open that bottle and enjoy it. Or, you know, oh, okay. she does uh, Spartan races. So she's like, when I finish this one, I'll do, you know, when I get this goal, I'll do this bottle. So I think okay. just having a reward system for those mini goals will help you finally achieve that mini goal. Yeah, no, I think that's that's a good uh, way to go about it. It's like that main goal, and what can I do every single day to reach that main goal, right? So if my main goal is to uh, lose, uh, you know, fifty pounds, what do I have to do to lose fifty pounds? I have to, I don't know, whatever it is, right? Strength train, cardio, whatever the thing you enjoy, and you know, eat healthy, and I have to do that every day. And then along the way, it's like, okay, lose 10 pounds, reward yourself, right? You did something towards that goal, 20 pounds, 30 pounds. So, yeah, I think that's a good way that could work and can go about it. You know, I, one thing, I don't know if you ever heard of SMART goals. That's like what kind of everybody aims towards. Um, but basically, it's like an acronym. So it's S is specific, M is measurable, A is attainable, R is relevant, and then T is time-based. Uh, so basically, it's like something specific, right? Because, for instance, if you say, oh, I want to lose weight, well, if you lost one pound, then you lost weight. You hit your goal, right? Yeah. So, for instance, um, it would have to be specific, right? I want to lose 50 pounds, you right. know? Then that's, you know, your specific goal. Something that's measurable, right? You know, like pounds. Pounds. Like, right. You know, that's measurable. Attainable, like, okay, if you're, you know, 250 pounds and you want to get to 200, that's something that's attainable. It's not you know, out of this world, but if you're 150 pounds, you're trying to get to 100, like, that's like, okay, hold on a second, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, it's not so much attainable, right? And relevant, it has to be relevant to you. If you don't care about it, how much are you actually going to work towards it? Right. And then time-based, you know, giving yourself, because if you tell yourself, oh, in, you know, four years, I'll lose 50 pounds, you know, that's one, you will do it, but it's like, if you want to lose weight in one year, you know, you set that time. That's just one way to go about it. I think goals are, there's a lot of gray area with goals. And a lot of times we put focus and emphasis on goals that may be achievable, but they're really not. Like, I don't know how to explain it, but for instance, if your goal is to look a certain way, you might not actually ever achieve that goal. 
For instance, you want to look like Devontae Adams. Hate yeah. to break it to you, but you're never going to look like Devontae Adams. Not that you won't be 250 pounds of muscle in the best shape, but his body and his genetics and right. everything is just, uh, it's to him. So it's like, for instance, when you see someone on Instagram or whatever, athlete or whoever you like look at, like, wow, like she's goals, he's goals. You won't look like him. I hate the or her. I hate to break it to you, but it's just the truth. And there's nothing wrong with that because he can't look like you either, you know? So yeah. it's like you, you can have this idea in your head that I want to be in shape. I don't want to look like a certain thing. But it's like at the end of the day, it's like, okay, if you get to that goal. So here's the thing with goals that to me gets uh, gray is when you get to that goal, when you get to that goal, which I have, then what? Right. So you know, no I goal. think. But that's the thing is like then you hit the new goal and then what? Just keep setting more new goals. But then it's just an endless game of unhappiness, right? Because well, you're I don't always think you should be unhappy. I think you should be happy that you set the goal and now that you can make new goals. I, I would be ecstatic. Okay, if I if I get to two fifteen and I like the way I look, I'm gonna be like, fuck yeah, now I want, you know, now I achieved this, now I can achieve something even better. Okay, ask yourself when you achieved it before, what happened? I don't know. I I wanted to lose more weight. Okay, exactly, because you hit your goal and then you kept trying to achieve the next thing. Well, I think that's what I'm saying. I think like, I I wanted to lose more weight, but like realistically, I was like, I don't know if I'll get to this goal. Yeah, like when I when I reached like 200, I was like, holy shit! Like, let me try to go for 190. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't miserable right. because of it. I was like, yo, that's sick. I got 200. Let me try right. to go for 190. But but then when why did you gain weight again? Because I broke my ankle. Okay, but even in then, like, what I'm saying is, like, when your goal is this, uh, a way, like, a way to look or something like that, okay, I guess what I'm saying is, like, you have to accept where you're at at all given time. So, for instance, when you reach your goal of losing 50 pounds, right, you can't right. lose sight of, you know, that goal and what led you to get there. Because what happened to me when I hit my goal of 170 pounds and I had abs... I was looking in the mirror the whole time, basically saying, I don't have abs. Basically saying, like, oh, I'm still not there. It's because I lost sight of my goal, right? And I, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I guess what I'm saying is it gets gray because when you're constantly chasing, not that chasing a goal is bad, it's just the type of goal you're chasing might be bad. Because if you're chasing a way you look, you're never going to actually look the way you want to look. That you know what I mean? True. So if, right. it's like if you lose 50 pounds, then you lost 50 pounds. You don't care about the way you look or not. But if your goal is to look a certain way, you're never going to look that way. You're always having that battle in the mirror. I guess that's what I'm saying. It gets great. Not that setting goals is bad. I just think the type of goals you're setting could make you discouraged. And that's yeah. what happened to me is when I lost all that weight, I lost 60 pounds in like six months. I don't even know how long. Maybe it was a year. I don't remember. And I had abs. And my goal was to have abs. But every single time I looked in the mirror, it wasn't the abs I wanted. Right? Yeah. I wasn't as lean as I wanted to be or as like that person and that person. So I kept trying to figure out a way to get there, losing sight of I actually hit my goal. So that's just kind of like, you know, my thing. So, for instance, uh, I guess I'll, I'll kind of segue in it. But for my new goal is actually I'm basing it off athletic performance. I'm basing it off of strength in my workouts in the gym, which is what I used to do when I was trying to lose weight. I was like keeping track of all my lifts and seeing how I got better. Mm -hmm. Right. So for instance, I wasn't paying attention to the way I looked. I was just paying attention to the way I performed. So for instance, when I go for a run and say I'm at 10 minute mile, right? 
every single day, whenever I go for a run, I'm going to continuously try and just be better at running. Naturally, mm-hmm. what do you do? You're running faster. You're burning more calories. You're running longer, right? You're like, if your goal is based on performance, it's something that's um, attainable because all you have to do, if you're running two miles and you run around two and a half, that's your goal, right? And then now you run two and a half at a 10 minute or seven minute mile. I want to run it at a six. So I'm going to keep running until I get it to a six. Same thing when you're at the gym, like, okay, bench press 135 for 10 reps. Next yeah. time I go to the gym, I want to try to do 145 for 10 reps. And I want to work. So naturally what happens is I don't know any person who benches 225 and is not strong. I don't know any person who runs a seven-minute mile and he's out of shape. I mean, I bench 225. I'm not really that strong. You don't think you're strong? Yeah. I mean, that's just like... And I do get what you mean, though. If you're If you're chasing a number, you can achieve that number. But if you're chasing a certain body... like. Like I said, like let's say Devontae Adams, when I get to be 215 pounds, I'm going to stand there and be like, I don't look like Devontae Adams. Yeah. I think you have to accept that. Like, Even you, if you look at all the 215-pound receivers in the NFL, they all look different. Yeah. So you just have to understand that if you're trying to look like somebody, you never will look like somebody. Or if you're trying to get certain body parts to look like somebody, they won't just because – your body is different. Your genetics are different. I mean, even uh, NFL athletes. So I don't know if you ever watched uh, I'm an Athlete podcast. Yeah, Cam, yeah, I've seen Cam Newton was just there, on. There. Yeah. So Cam Newton was on there and talking about his diet. And Chad Johnson was like, yo, come on the McDonald's diet. And he's like, yeah. I can't because I'm not you. Like your genetics are different. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, Chad Johnson keeps trying to get people to get on that McDonald's diet, but reality is he's the only one that can be on that McDonald's diet and have that work ethic and look like he does now. Anybody else is just not going to work. And it's, you know, that's how it's going to be when you set your goals. You're going to do everything that somebody else does and you're just not going to wind up looking like them. You might be close, but you're not going to be that. So I think that's something you just have to accept is if you chase numbers, you'll get to those numbers. But if you chase looks, you won't. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing is, yeah, because it looks like looking a certain way is not, it's just generally out of our control. Like, yeah, uh, obviously, like, okay, if somebody, like, if you take somebody who benches 100 pounds compared to somebody who benches 225 pounds, that person who benches 225 will most likely have more muscle. I mean, right, they'll have not, a more developed chest. Right. You know, it's just, I mean, it is what it is. So it's like you can look a certain way in terms of like, oh, I'll have a more developed chest, but you're not going to have the chest that you think you want. So it's yeah. like generally accepting that, like, basically, it's just battling yourself, you know, and I think we're kind of getting off topic, but in general, it's just battling yourself. Like you're trying to be better than you. You're not trying to be better or look like anybody else. So uh, so for me, for my goals, like I was saying, is I'm, I'm looking at them from performance base. Because ultimately, is that not why we identify with being athletic? With somebody who's been athletic, you know, who's been part of sports teams and loves football, basketball, and stuff like that. I mean, I didn't do... Like, I think at the end of the day, after a football game, after a basketball game, as much fun as it was, it is still exercise, and it still releases the same endorphins and does all those things. And a way to get better at football, a way to get better at basketball or any sport is to train in that sport and doing athletic things and whatever. So for instance, think about the average athlete 
like NBA or or you know whatever, they don't care about how they look. They don't care if they have abs. They don't care. Like look at Kevin Durant, one of the best basketball players to play in the NBA. The dude's like a straight up twig. You know, He's a stick figure. Yeah, and like he doesn't care if he could bench fucking two twenty. Like he has, you know what I mean. And I, I tend to get away from why I'm actually lifting weights and trying to get in shape. It's for my body. It's to be healthy. It's to you know, be able to uh, walk up the stairs without feeling like a fucking fat pig. You know. Sometimes I lose sight of that, and part of the reason I lose sight of that is because I see people with abs eating fucking In and Out Burger, and I'm just like, why can't I have that? And it's like that's just not. Yeah what works for me and instead of looking at their book and how they're figuring out their journey i have to look at my own and be like okay what works for me because i'm just different and what goals will work for me so for me having a goal of looking a certain way won't ever get me to that point so i think that having a goal of performance based and so i'm actually keeping track of my lifts now just to see every time i go in the gym to try to you know compete because i noticed that i haven't done it in forever and i I just go in the gym i'm like yeah i think i did 220 like 220 i think i did like 225 deadlift yeah sure and i sell myself short right yeah instead of actually keeping track like oh last week i did 225 for three reps like let me see if i can get four and if i can't get four i'll just keep working until i get four when that's your goal going to the gym now you have a focus in the gym now you have a like if you're a runner right i want to run three miles today you know and if i stop at 280 then next time i'm going to just keep inching keep going there until i hit my three miles and it's like, what'd you do in that process? You know, you naturally got better at running. Yeah. You know, it got your body more fit, which will help you reach that, you know, goal of looking a certain way. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I think that actually brings up another good point. And I think that's to write down your goals. Yeah. That way to kind of almost make, you know, become tangible. It becomes something you can touch and write them down in a place that you can see them all day, like every day, pretty much. Yeah. So like you mentioned, you were uh, tracking your deadlift or whatever. In my basement gym that I can't use right now, I have a whiteboard where I pretty much just have my like my max weight for a workout, what I could, what I did last time for three reps, five reps. And I use that as a reference point for my workout. So if I'm going to do bench, I like, know I'm going to do it for three reps. Let me look at what I did last time. All right, yeah. let me try to increase it now. And yeah, that progressive overload is what's going to help you make improvements and eventually get you to that goal. Yeah. So I think for, you know, anybody out there, like uh, whatever your fitness goal is, um, like if you're a dancer, if you're, I don't know, whatever you do, a swimmer, whatever you do that helps you get in shape. uh, If you focus on that movement, not only it brings like uh, more excitement to it. At least for me, I feel like now I'm more excited to go lift because I just want to see if I can do this weight for five reps, right? I want to see if I can add five more pounds and see what happens. Um, it right, it makes adds, it challenging. Yeah, and then I think it'll help you build that habit of falling in love with what you're doing, and that progress will get you somewhere. Uh, there's like, I guess what I'm saying is like, if you think about it, that progress has changed. So something in your body has to change for you to be able to lift that weight to run faster, whether you're building more muscle or you're losing the fat. It's just kind of like my, I guess, I don't want to say the new approach I'm taking. I don't know if it's true or not, but just the new approach I'm taking. I'm just saying like every person I see in the gym who's able to squat heavy, bench heavy, uh, all that stuff. It's like, okay, they have muscle. Like, I don't know anybody who, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So... Yeah, I don't know. That's just kind of how I'm approaching 
my goal. So for me, like the specific thing I'm looking at is my running because I run and my lifts in the gym. And in terms of measurable, right, I'm just tracking that as I go. Attainable, of course, it's attainable to me. I have the access to the gym and, you know, access to running every single day and stuff like that. Relevant, obviously, it's relevant to me uh, and what I want to do. Time-based, I'm not 100%, like, I'm not solely on, I'm giving myself a year, I guess. Like, I'm not, like, the time thing, I think it is good because what we tend to do is, like, uh, when it comes to like a goal or something you have to do is like, okay, uh, finish, like for instance, uh, okay, you got to edit this podcast, right? If I told you you had to edit this podcast by next Friday, you're probably going to wait all the way up until next Friday. But if I told you you got to edit this podcast by Sunday, you're probably going to get it done Sunday. So it's like, that's where the time comes in handy. Cause if I told you you have to do something in three months, you'll probably get it done in three months. But if I told you, oh, you had six months to do the same exact task, you're probably going to do it in six months because you give right. you like humans give ourselves this sort of, um, you know, excuses and like lack, you know, of, you know what I mean? So for me, like the, I know my, I know my thing is going to take a long time. I know me losing weight is going to take a long time. So I'm giving myself a year to try and get in my best shape, but I've been doing it for so long that I guess I understand the discipline that it takes, mm-hmm. but for somebody starting out, give yourself three months. I think that's a good goal to see some change in your body. Yeah. And I mean, even if you do give yourself a, a long period of time goal, like we said before, like set those sort of mini goals in between. Yeah. So if it's a year, just set like three month goal goals in yeah. between and see how, how you're making progress. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. You know, like, OK, I want to lose 60 pounds in a year um, by three months in. I want to be down 10 pounds, you know, or, you know, whatever, however you want to measure it. Like, OK, I want to get stronger in a year uh i don't want to use the scale but i want to at least add you know um i want to cut my mile run uh to i do a you know nine minute mile i want to do seven minute mile and by three months i want to be at eight minute mile you know like yeah. uh, if you want like for me i'm looking at more performance base not necessarily the scale so yeah i think uh like you said um having those little rewarding because at the end of the day it's like you have to give yourself some acknowledgement of what you're doing if you lose 60 pounds and along the way, you never acknowledge the hard work you're doing to get there. I don't want to bring in a whole another topic, but because we're kind of talking from a uh, past experience because we've done this before, our mind uh, so it's just like a you know psychological thing when it comes to like, for instance, being in the moment. Right. I feel like <laughs> I'm just like on a whole other topic, but I just feel like it's on my head. So, OK, so when, when you think of people who can't be in the moment or people who are anxious, they're typically thinking about the future. Mm-hmm. They're afraid of the future. What's going to happen? What's going to come? Instead of just being in the present moment, which is the only absolute only thing you control. You have no idea if a bird is going to come and shit on your forehead. Yeah. Right? But you can think about it. You could sit there and think like, oh, my God, this bird's going to shit on me. Like, I got to move. Yeah, why is it circling it, around? What's going on? Yeah, yeah it, it, creates, it, it creates that anxiety. But really, the only control you have is sitting there. Uh, in the past, what we tend to do with the past is create montages in our head of highlights so if you look at think of a a person like a videographer somebody who does weddings when you take that two hours of footage of a wedding and compile it to 10 minutes of highlights it looks like the best thing in the world any video right but in reality life is like pretty dull you know what i mean it's like even your best days there was just 
bunch of day, there's just a bunch of moments in there that were just boring and dull. But you only remember the best thing that happened that day. So when I look at it from a weight loss perspective, I look at it like, man, I used to go out to eat. I barely fucking ran. I skipped all these workouts. Like, you know, yeah, I played basketball, but you know what I mean? Like, I took a day off here or there. Like, shit was easy. What the fuck? But I actually forgot about all the hard work I actually did to get there, right? I forgot all the times I played basketball for two hours a fucking day. I forgot about all the meals I decided not to eat and chose something healthier. I forgot about all the weightlifting sessions I didn't want to do, but I did anyway, you know? And it's like we put this in our head that it was, like, easy. And any person who has achieved something, we only see the end result. We never see actual the hard work that goes into it. And even with our own results. So, for instance, if you lose 60 pounds, take a look back at your journey and you'll realize how much harder it actually was. And I think that'll allow you to keep on track. Because I think what happened to me was once I lost the weight, I was like, man, what the hell? I can go and eat whatever the fuck I want. Like, I'm fucking ripped now. Who the fuck cares? And I completely lost sight of all the hard work I did to get there. So I think we just have a tendency to like do that with our past in all situations. So yeah, no, I completely agree. Cause uh, yeah, you think back to like, oh yeah, I did this before, you know, I can do this again, but you don't realize exactly how much you actually did before and how much your life has changed to, you know, where it's not going to be the same this time around. It's not going to be, well, it's not going to be those highlight moments only. Like you, you have to realize that there was kind of low lights that you just blocked out of your head. Yeah, exactly. Like I could, I could think back so many times where I wanted to go out to eat pizza or whatever. And I just didn't because I was like, nope, that's just not my goal. Not where I want to be. But I only remember the times where I went out and ate pizza for some reason. Yeah. And not that pizza's bad, but you guys know (laughs) what I'm saying. What do you think? Uh, okay, for somebody, I know we like went a lot. Uh, give somebody just a quick little um, a guy that they could write out right now. What do you think that they could do to like help them set their goal? Like, what do you think uh, would be the so like, yeah? Wrap it up. I, I guess. mean, first decide what you want to be. You know, decide, make up your mind on what you want your goal to be. You know, if it's losing weight, if it's getting stronger, both. Um, be like, like you mentioned, be smart about it. Um, use that acronym. And like I said, at the beginning, set your main big goal, what you want to be, and then set incremental goals along the way. Reward yourself when you hit those incremental goals. Oh, and just write it down, make it tangible. Nice. Uh, Whether it's on a whiteboard, on a notepad that's on your desk, whatever it is. So there you go, guys. Have a large goal. Have many goals to get you to that large goal. Reward yourself when you're hitting these mini goals to keep you on track. Have something in front of you that reminds you of your goal every single day, and you'll fucking do it. That's goals. Nice.